0: Hi, I'm Jennifer Wilde, and you're listening to Sober Exposure. If it's about recovery, we're going to cover it. It's like one big therapy session, but it's free. So thanks for joining our dysfunctional family as we uncover recovery with Sober Exposure. Let's go. Sober Exposure. How's everybody doing? Everyone in the holiday spirit? we've got uh, we've got a lot of fun for you today and before i introduce psycho fuzz the band I uh, just wanted to in- i want to tell these guys the story um of what happened between me and psycho fuzz because this was supposed to actually drop a couple weeks back so we're interviewing the band psycho fuzz these are are, are young adults, they're very young adults. They're in their teens, late teens, we'll talk to them in one second. So, uh, you know, we scheduled the whole thing. It was this big deal, they're so excited, they're gonna get on, you know, big podcast, whatever, Sober Exposure, and we had audio issues. So I just wanna make you guys feel better because back in 1997, I was supposed to interview the Red Hot Chili Peppers and I got the night off, I went to the concert, uh, went backstage, hung out, met Anthony Kiedis in a shower, interviewed Anthony Kiedis, And back then we had these things called DAT players. They were sort of like portable uh, cassette players. Yeah, T.Y. shaking his head yes. (laughs) Um, So I was always, they used to call me the technical bimbo. So I go backstage after the concert, obviously had a couple cocktails, the best interview of my life. Anthony Kiedis just like opened his heart out to me. And after the concert, I went back to the station because it was right down the street because it was at Tower City at the time. These guys are from Cleveland, so they get it. WMMS was in Tower City. I went to the Gund. It was called back then. It uh, was where the chili pepper show was, whatever. Anyway, it was right down the block. Go back to the radio station three in the morning. Can't wait to hear this interview. Legendary interview with Anthony Kiedis and Jen Wilde. I press play. There's nothing there. Oh, I forgot to press record. Oh. <laughs> so oh. without further ado, um, I introduced to the world, Psycho Fuzz. Welcome to the show. I'm so glad that we, uh, no, it's actually a blessing in disguise because now I have all three of you guys from the yeah. band. Yeah. We have T.Y. in the middle and most people <laughs> listen, most people aren't even watching this on YouTube. So we have T.Y., we have Ethan, we have Owen. And tell me first, how did you guys, uh, did you guys all go to school together? How did you guys meet up and how old are you guys?
1: So... I just turned eighteen like two weeks ago. Okay, um, and we all go to different schools, but we met at School Rock. Uh, okay, School Rock Cleveland. Uh, we were doing a cream show. <laughs> I think, okay, I mean, we knew each other before then, but that was when like we were all, like, you know, at least just start a band, and then and then we did. That's kind wow.
0: Of- so that's how it happened. And right. See, no one's heard you guys yet, so they don't realize like how friggin ridiculously amazing you guys are and I have to be quiet because my son is in the other room sleeping and he <coughs> plays guitar too. But if he hears me raving about your band because I don't rave about his he'll be insulted. So anyway, um, I have a question about the cream cover. Who who was um who was Ginger Baker who was playing uh, who was playing drums for cream? Was it one of you guys?
2: That's oh, me. that's
0: e- Ethan.
2: Yes,
0: dude, if you could if you could pull off cream, then that 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 just says why you guys are who you are. So so we're doing yeah We're doing this podcast today, actually, because it's all uh, it's it's the holidays. So we're doing charity and every It's all about giving. So this episode is actually brought to you by music cares, which because this is a recovery show. Music cares is a foundation that actually helped me when I was in trouble. And um, they help musicians financially um, or otherwise they help place musicians that basically are struggling with addiction and mental health So issues. So they're amazing. On the page, I'm going to have everything about Music Cares. And if you want to make a donation and help a musician in need, um, that would be amazing. The reason why they help me and I don't even play a note, not be- they're certainly not because of my singing bowls, but just because I played rock and roll for so many years, I qualified, so that's awesome. So anyway, let's talk about you guys. That's how you met. Um, your first gig, so you guys are playing the Grog Shop, which is a local show in Cleveland. So you guys are playing clubs. How did it get to the point where now you're playing clubs and you write originals? Just tell tell me the whole story.
1: So our first gig was on my dad's car lot. <laughs> it was the car show and he was having a car show uh, it's out in like Ottawa, Ohio. We we drove down there with him, like it's like two and a yeah, half eight hours, eight three eight hour drive. For, I think only oh, yeah, had to drive three, hours. Um, <laughs> three and a half hours, or something like that. And we got paid. We got paid like three hundred bucks, which was nice. Damn,
0: um, yeah.
1: Which I mean, you know, you would think if you drive three hours, you get paid. So he was like, "Yeah, you guys will be paid." And I mean, it's my dad, so he gave us that gig. <laughs> Um, 100 was,
0: bucks each not bad right yeah, it was it was
1: pretty good um i think that what happened was we realized that we were like good <laughs> like or at least good enough i think to like play out but we yeah. just didn't have any kind of fan base yet and especially playing out in like ottawa ohio i mean it's like three hours yeah. away from where you're located like nobody's gonna really that you know is going to be yeah. there unless... So
0: your only fans at first were in Ottawa, Ohio. That's funny because yeah, I- they saw you guys play at your dad's... Uh, our first- that would, That's going to be a great story for Rolling Stone magazine, by the our way. Our first fans were our parents
1: and my dad's um, employees.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it now. Uh, now so- they're selling out the grog shop, downtown yeah, Cleveland, hopefully. right? Yeah.
1: Now, um, now that we've kind of... Well, what? it's It's been almost two years. Over two years. It's been over
2: two. Well, not since the first. Not thing.
1: since the first gig, but since we became a band. Yeah. Uh, so I'd say about a year and a half.
0: And what kind of music do you guys play?
1: Um, I like to say psychedelic progressive rock. Right. Because that's like yeah. kind of where it is, but I, we venture into yeah. other. We like recently. Yeah. Ethan, do you want to tell them what we've been doing yeah, recently? Well
2: no, we've been. Uh, it's been. What I mean, what do I what do I say? We, I mean, we've been writing... It's for, gotten um, into like jazz, almost. It's... But I'm,
1: like, still keeping that hard rock kind of sound. I would,
2: yeah. I would start calling it more like... I don't know if it's like improv prog, in a yeah. sense. That's yeah. what I would say. Improv prog, a lot, almost fusion. A lot of our songs that we've been writing very recently are um, more based on just improv and like doing whatever. And you know, just us with yeah. each other and just playing anything and everything, you know. So
0: groundbreaking! Like you're creating your own genre of music, basically. So sounds we're like trying to, we're trying to
3: do something. You're trying to do something.
0: You you are doing it. You're not trying. You are doing it. I'm going to say what I now. I'm talking. I'm I'm, I'm acting like a mother to these guys. <laughs> it's probably annoying, but like you don't try and do anything. And this is what I tell because it's also a sober show. When people say I'm trying to get sober. Okay, you don't try. So like if you drop a pen, uh, T.Y., if you drop a pen and I say pick up that pen, you just pick up the pen. Right. You just pick it up. You don't try to pick it up. So you're not trying. You are doing it. So that's just my manifestation uh, woo-woo bullshit that I just throw in there for you guys. But you can totally hear um, the influences, the Rush influences. I, could, I, I knew right away that you guys were progressive rock, psycho fuzz, um what's the name of your uh album your latest album and if you could pick one of your favorite songs to play on here and to introduce what would that be
1: so our latest um like ep album is dark garden um there's been an issue with spotify it like doesn't know where to put it but we're fixing it um I'd ba- say
2: basically there's there's two accounts. Yeah, so it's, it's like right weird. Now, it's there's Spotify, like two it's... names. But yeah, anyway, f-
0: get that fixed, boys. Fixed.
1: <laughs> yeah. But anyways, the um, off of that EP, I'd say that either uh, Stitches or the Rat, um, those two are really hard hitting. Um, they're just like you know they're good rock songs. And then I think that the most experimental song that we have, um, it really. I think it kind of opened up what Psychofuzz is, was Redemption off of the first EP5. That one yeah. really, um, I think it captured what we're trying to do at an early stage in this band's development.
3: Okay,
0: that was Redemption, right? Because I, I remember that track myself. That was the first track I heard from you guys. So I think that's the one that we're going to play right now, I think. And uh, we're just gonna give that a spin real quick. And then you guys can talk about the inspiration and how you wrote it and how it came about. Um, This is a Sober Exposure world premiere exclusive with the band Psycho Fuzz. Here's Redemption, give it a listen. Guys, holy oh wait, they're under 18, I can't swear. (laughs) Okay, T.Y., you just turned 18, all right. (laughs) But I'm just trying to prove the fact that these these are young guys, man. And that is some top-notch, serious music, rock and roll music, but also you can tell that there's some musicianship in there as well. I mean, T.Y. and guitar is just sick. With the the drum, you could tell, you could tell your influences and then. Um I don't want to get this wrong. So we have Ethan on bass and then oh, Owen on drums. Oh no, well, I knew I'd get it wrong, right?
1: <laughs> the other way around. Ethan on drums, Owen on bass. All right, all right,
0: all right. We're, whatever. Ridic- ridiculous sound. That's another thing. You guys are only it does not sound like it's only a trio. It sounds like there's like 20 people on that record. There's only like
3: one overdub in that, or two, a couple Yeah, like We aside, aside, the keyboards. Yeah, the keyboards
2: and then the percussion. Yeah. And then um, yeah it was like the guitar doubling. and then there was just the guitar double the rest okay yeah it was recorded live so
0: so when there's three of you and you're all writing first of all it tells you i can tell you guys all vibe and have a good relationship and stuff i know one of the problems that my son had with his band was that my son's a freaking control freak and uh, if he doesn't get his way it's no way or his way right Ugh, it's tough. so h- how do you handle that right you guys like how how do you go through a writing process together? Who does what? It changes. Um Okay, I like that it changes. Well, yeah, well today very... we were
1: writing. Uh, we had a little practice before this. We were just recently. Um yes. and yeah. I feel like it we've been writing for a while now, so we kind of get it. Like when we're in mm-hmm. the room together, we just kind of know what's kinda of going on. And usually like we're pretty open about like, I don't really like that. And then, you know, if we kind of come to the consensus that it's not really what we want and it's like okay we can try something different but if some if something's really like no i really like this and somebody else doesn't so there's a big like disconnect like somebody doesn't like something and somebody really likes something usually there's a way to meet in the middle you just have to kind of figure it out um but don't get angry at each other for it just kind of if you if you're making it a personal problem that's where things go wrong. If you just make it about the music, you know, I want what's best for the song. That is where you need to keep it. What is best for the song? What is best for like the actual creativity?
0: So you have to definitely put the egos aside. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. which is is very, very hard thing to do. And that's what is gonna set you guys aside. It just seems like there's a natural collaboration between the three of you, which is so beautiful. It's awesome, you know, and, and it's rare and it, it shows up in the, in the sound of the music. So let's say um, one of my listeners hears the podcast and they have uh, kids, cause I don't think my audience are like 18 um, year old kids that like music <laughs> for some reason, but, um, what would you tell somebody that they could play this for if they have a kid that is inspiring to play music? What kind of advice would you give them? Let's start with uh Owen and then we'll um go all the way down. Inspiring to
1: play music? Yeah, kid yeah.
0: What would you tell someone? Like, okay, I'm 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 thirteen and I really want to play guitar, but you know, I don't know. I'm kind of scared. I don't know. Like what how did it help you?
3: You just gotta Go with it that's what i say you just got to go with it and let your creativity flow and just let whatever you want to do with that instrument if you want to learn something that not everyone else thinks is cool or whatever just do it just learn whatever song
0: right whatever song so even if like you want to play the violin don't be embarrassed play the violin and play whatever
3: kind of song you want play whatever kind of song you want just do what makes you happy you know
0: Okay, great. That's good advice. I'm not going to make you guys all answer the same question. So, uh, TY, let me ask you this. <laughs> and this is going to be hard. This I have a feeling I know how you're going to answer it and then I have a feeling I know what I'm going to say to you, but the, all right, here's the question. Do you think that anybody could play music or do you think that it's something that's innate that you're born with? 100%
1: anybody can play music. I agree.
0: Okay easy for you to say, Mr. natural talent. Let me tell you I so I, I know anybody and I do agree that anybody could play music but some people it just comes easier to like, you know, the guitar I just I have a little bit of rhythm with drums. I remember last time we spoke I told you I just started playing the drums and I, I do I mess around a little bit with the drums, the guitar my brain just can't even con have any conception whatsoever. Okay, so I'm going to have you guys come meet hunter. And Hunter, you could ask Ethan the last question. So this is my son, Hunter. He plays guitar. Maybe you could ask them what kind of guitars they play. What kind of guitar do you play, T-Y? To, uh, to, uh, here comes Hunter. Hunter is my son that we've been talking about the whole time. And after the podcast, I know you guys are going to get along, so I'm going to hook you guys up. It's- so all right so ty said anybody could play music let me ask you ethan how did you choose your instrument did it just come natural did you know that that was the instrument you wanted to play how did that happen
2: yeah um it definitely came naturally to me because i mean I, I it was the first instrument that I ever started playing you know i started playing when i was you know like two three years old and, right you know ever since then it's just been you know drums 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 and i mean I don't know. I I just think it was yeah, it was definitely it just came naturally and it was like
0: So you're one of those out of the boxers. Were you just like tapping and drumming like from yeah, the very beginning? You were one of those? Yeah, basically.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's basically how it was. Yeah.
0: I I feel like the drummers are all the uh always the ones with the ADHD. I don't know why that oh, is, but
2: probably. Yeah. <laughs> right? Did I nail it? <laughs> I Okay. <laughs> I feel like I have something close to it but I don't know if it's actual like official ADHD but it's something like I just can't I don't know. I'm I'm pretty fidgety. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. Drummers are fidgety.
0: And even if it is ADHD, it, I you know, you have the best outlet better than any medication, better than anything. Yeah. Because what what a gift like that's why I'm so glad that my son, listen, I knew, and I'll say right in front of him. I knew my son was not, he was no LeBron James. I knew he was not going to be, you know, an athlete. So right away, I was like, he's going to be, uh, I got to get him in music. You know what I mean? Because I want him to have girlfriends and stuff. Yeah. And if, if you're not a musician or an athlete, no. you ain't going to get girlfriend. well, yeah. you still will get girlfriends, but you know, anyway, whatever. So that's how, uh, that's how, you know, that brilliant mind of mine got him into guitar. I was like, listen, he's not gonna be a good athlete and I want him to get dates. It's <laughs> amazing. So all right, you guys. Um it's music cares. You could see if it weren't for music, like how has how has music changed your lives? And we're gonna end it with that. Oh wow.
1: <laughs> um, that's a huge question. It's different for all of us. I mean Yeah. See, For me, I've been singing since I was four. At one Mm -hmm. point I was dancing for a while and then I decided to play guitar. And that kind of took over all my interests. I I instantly gravitated to music more than anything else i had done. And I loved singing already. So once I had an instrument in my hands, I really, I found myself just being interested in like something so um, deeply that yeah. it almost like it could block everything out in yeah. a way. Where it just would I, I I love this thing, I want this thing, and this is this is what I want to do. That was kind of the feeling. And eventually, um, I think part of it was, you know, my dad bought me a really nice guitar one time when I was probably I think I was like twelve or thirteen. So yeah. I had finally really understood guitar for the first time. I did have that first big epiphany. Oh, this is how you play guitar. Mm-hmm. And he got me a guitar and then I felt invested. Like, this is what I have to do. This is what I
0: need. Ah, once you got the nice guitar, you're like, dad, was, dad sprung for the nice guitar. So now I have to learn how to play and, it. And
1: now it's like more like I've invested my life into this. So I know that it's what I want to do.
0: Well, yeah, it's your passion. It's your born passion. You were born to do this. What about you, Owen? Um, How did it change your life?
3: Very similar to him. Like, uh, I started playing guitar, like, around, like, nine years old. And then just from there, it started growing. I instantly gravitated to writing songs. Like, that was the first thing I gravitated towards. Really?
0: All you guys writing? Songwriting? Because I see you all shaking your heads.
3: Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah. yeah, the first okay. thing I started doing was just coming up with songs. Not all of them are great, but I just started writing songs. Until this day, I'm like writing multiple songs a day, even if they're not great. Like, they're, they're just songs, you know?
0: That's awesome. That's all, you know, because it's you such an to- outlet to get feelings out, right? Get emotions it's out.
3: It's like, you know, I'm not a sports player or anything, so. Yeah,
0: right. So you need that. Yeah. And that's how the, the song under the bridge started. It was a poem. And you know, that's that's how that song all came about was just he was writing down his feelings and emotions. And I think we talked about this the last time before we uh, the last time that we spoke. So all right, um, we, we're gonna have to wrap this up soon. But what about you, Owen? Ethan. Ethan's <laughs> turn. I told the whole, you know what? This podcast is brought to you by Jennifer you know needs what? some kind of fish oil because what? my brain is just fried. But that's what—that's because this is sober exposure. I did a lot of drugs, and that's a result of all that. So,
2: all right, go ahead. Um No, we, we should- Ethan. Make, make <laughs> we I'll be Owen. And we'll, you know, we'll- <laughs> Okay, but uh anyway, no, nah, uh for me- She's busting up. <laughs> For that me, uh, like I said, I got into music really young, you know, I was two, three years old and I got my first drum kit from, you know, Santa Claus. Um, <laughs> right, but, yeah. Claus, Claus. Anyway, um, yeah, I mean, and ever since then, it's been like, you know, while all the other kids, you know, all my peers are out playing with friends and they're in the, you know, they're just, playing around the neighborhood or whatever, I'm always just inside and practicing, writing, listening, you know, and and it's still true today. You know, people, I don't know, they hang out with their friends and stuff. And me, I'm like, no, man, I'm just gonna, you know.
0: So you would rather hang out um, at home on a Friday night and write songs and then go out with your buddies. And they're all saying yes, oh my gosh. Yeah, why, you know, I'd rather hang
2: out with my instruments than, than my friends. You
0: know? <laughs> yeah, that's why, you know, I'd rather hang out with my instruments than my friends. That's why um, I used, I love my favorite meme because I used to always only date guitar players. I like loved, you know, I was one of those girls. So there's a meme that says uh, the, the mistress and there's a guy with his guitar, you know, cause I was always, Always competing with the guitar with my boyfriends, so I feel sorry for any of your girlfriends and future wives, <laughs> because you're great guys, but they're constantly going to be competing with uh, your instruments. So, Absolutely. what a pleasure! I love you guys, a Psycho Fuzz. You got to tell us where we can find you, friend you. I know your next shop at the uh, your next show is at the Grog Shop, December twenty. 20- yes. Something. December you said yes. 21st, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. December 21st, the grog shop and it's psycho fuzz again, Facebook page. What?
1: Uh, so you can find us on any, um, like streaming platform. It's just psycho fuzz. Uh, mm. Spotify Same is weird Spotify. because like they have two spot, uh, two psycho fuzzes for some reason. Um, we're figuring it out. They're both us. But yeah, we're, we're trying to just us. merge it. It's I weird.
0: think as one, one has one word and one has two words.
2: One has like a capital a, F and the yeah. other one doesn't.
1: And yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's all weird. But,
2: but um, if you just type in the search bar, PsychoFuzz, both are going to come up. Listen to both of them. them. It's, it's both us.
1: We're trying to figure the problem out. And then on yeah. social media, um, we're we're most active on Instagram. Mostly Instagram is where I'm always like talking and putting stuff and posting stuff. Like usually, okay. Psychofuzz underscore band. Um, okay. And then the same thing on Twitter, Psychofuzz underscore ban. And then if you type in Psychofuzz on Facebook, I'm pretty sure it will come up. Um, oh. Our symbol's the little fuzz <laughs> ear. Yeah. It's something. Oh, I different. have
0: it. Oh, and I'm wearing oh, my no, Psychofuzz shirt it's, too. It's we didn't talk about their merch. Their merchandise is ridiculous. It's so good, ridiculous.
1: We have a little Psychofuzz guy little fuzzy. here.
0: Oh my gosh, is that adorable? I love and it.
1: Jeffrey. <laughs> Uh, Je- his name's Jeffrey, Jeffrey yeah. yeah. Name Jeffrey's we, the fourth member. Did we decide on it? <laughs> Jeffrey's been an important na- ma- yes. yes. band. Yes. His right? name is Jeffrey right now. Okay. Wow. Um, it's it's something that kind of does not really look like this, but is kind of <laughs> looking like... It looks
0: like the Burger King uh, Grimace. You guys are <laughs> oh. too young for that. Without a body.
1: <laughs> yeah, basically. It's, oh,
0: it's you guys a, killed Grimace.
1: <laughs> this in like a little like... Uh, hot rod, basically. Yes. And then, they-
0: well, yeah, all kidding aside, your merch is really great. Uh, the quality of the shirts are amazing. I'm wearing one right now. I also have a black one that was a v neck that one of my girlfriends came over, put on, and st- she stole. Seriously, oh, wow. she took it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. The merchandise is great. Their music is even better. Psycho Fuzz, Sober Exposure, another episode brought to you by Music Cares. Make your donation. Thank you so much, you guys. Mwah. Thank you. Need more? Of course you do. The show's all about needing more. Go to my website at SoberExposure.show or get stuck on my Instagram at soberexposure_podcast. underscore podcast.